Hello, ghouls, and welcome to Brave the Basement. I'm your host, Ghoul the Rules. I'm your co-host, Black White Jack 2. If you enjoy getting a little scared, ghost stories, haunted houses, a believer in the supernatural, or maybe even a skeptic want to look at things from a different perspective, then this is the show for you. Today's episode is sponsored by Ed's Barbershop. Ed's Barbershop is located at 210 Lane Street, North Judson, Indiana. So if you enjoy getting your hair cut from a hometown barber, that old-fashioned feel, dial 574-896-3344 and schedule your appointment today hey blackjack how's it going i'm um, doing pretty good uh excited about today's episode so last week uh blackjack kind of hit me on the spot we were talking about gateways to other dimensions and he brought up the bermuda triangle and it kind of caught me off guard i didn't have any notes and i made a comment that turns out is fake news i was absolutely wrong and i want to start there by saying that i said that I had read somewhere that if you put your finger on the Bermuda Triangle on a globe and then put your other finger on the other side that there's another type of Bermuda Triangle, turns out I was wrong. Now, I did say that I could be wrong because it had been a while since I read some article about it. But as it turns out, there's actual maps and they're called Anthropodes maps. And it tells you what's directly on the other side of the globe and you know what's on the other side of the globe for the bermuda triangle blackjack land well yeah land do you know what land china no somewhere in asia it'd be one of the coasts of australia really yes so i was wrong it is fake news but it did give me the inspiration to do some research about the Bermuda Triangle, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. But before I get into the rest of that, a little Brave the Basement fun fact for you. Brave the Basement is turning one years old. We, we need the one things. The, the, the blow things? Yeah. I'm never using the blow things ever again. I, it was a great idea. It was a, well, it was a good idea. It just, it sounded good on paper, but it didn't. Yeah, it was one of those good on paper, but it just didn't. It was stupid. Let's it just be was. honest. I think we should do it again, though. But either way, black uh, blackjack. See, I'm already I'm already thinking uh, about you. Brave the basement will turn one years old on October 27th. So, fun fact: uh, this episode is going to air, and then uh, on a Monday, and then that coming Wednesday is the one year anniversary, and then our very next episode is going to launch. Halloween on Halloween morning because Halloween's on Sunday this year so we've decided might as well launch for Halloween because this is a paranormal podcast and it would kind of be silly not to have a Halloween episode but first we got to do the Bermuda Triangle the Bermuda Triangle also known as the Devil's Triangle happens to be one of the most mysterious places on this planet located off the southeastern coast of the U.S. and Atlantic Ocean between Bermuda, Florida, and Puerto Rico, the region has become the center of unresolved mysteries. 
covering an area of 440,000 miles of sea. The Bermuda Triangle is a part of a busy shipping route with several vessels, vessels heading to America, Europe, and the Caribbean crossing through every day. It is more due to the inexplicable outcomes that make it a highly studied yet enigmatic component of the Earth's surface. Over the centuries, many ships and planes have been reported to have mysteriously disappeared in the region. Also, this Devil's Triangle has been blamed for the disappearance of thousands of people in the past decades. The stories around the Bermuda Triangle begin in Christopher Columbus's time when he reportedly saw a flame of fire crashing into the sea in the Triangle during his first voyage to the New World. However, the mysterious behavior of the region came to the public's attention only in the 20th century when the Navy cargo ship, the USS Cyclops, with more than 300 people on board, went missing in the Bermuda Triangle. The latest incident in the region is the disappearance of a small twin-engine plane in May of this year. With four people on board, the plane suddenly disappeared from the radar when it was flying from Puerto Rico to Florida and the debris from the missing plane was found later. As the accidents, often mysterious, continue to happen in the Bermuda Triangle region, many have offered a number of explanations for the mystery behind them. The role of paranormal activities and the presence of aliens have been strongly suggested by those who believe something odd is happening. While many with scientific views disputed this argument, offering rational explanations to the phenomenon. Among the few proposed scientific explanation, the more popular is the theory of electromagnetic interference that causes compass problems. This theory claims that there is a very high pool of the Earth's natural magnet, which redirects the compass and other sophisticated equipment, and disallows them to take their intended route through the waters. However, as no single theory could offer a concrete explanation, many still believe there is nothing strange with the region as most of the incidents were inaccurately reported or fictionalized versions of the accidents. Notwithstanding that there is no proven theory for the exact reason behind the mystery of the Bermuda Triangle, the accidents continue to happen in the region every year. And the legends of the Bermuda Triangle consist of a number of the mysterious disappearances of vessels in the region. Most of them remain least clueless still. Here is a list of the most noted stories of disappearances or the unresolved mystery ship accidents in the Devil's Triangle. So the first one we'll talk about is the Mary Celeste. Possibly one of the most mysterious stories of shipwrecks, this ship is a tale of its own. Despite being found adrift in some other location in the Atlantic Ocean, the connection to the Bermuda Triangle had been somehow invoked to find an answer to the mystery of its fate. Discovered on the 4th of December, 1872, with everything right in the place except for the entire crew, the ship was found stranded on the sea days after starting its journey from New York to Italy. There were seven crew members and Captain Benjamin Briggs, his wife, and their two-year-old daughter aboard the vessel loaded with raw alcohol. But days after, when a passing British ship found the Mary Celeste under partial sail in the Atlantic off the, uh, off the 
Azores Islands, the ship was unmanned with no crew aboard, and the lifeboat was also missing. It was also found that nine of the barrels in the cargo were empty, and there was a sword on the deck. No trace of the people around the vessel or the missing lifeboat has ever been found. Studies of the ship clearly ruled out the possibility of a pirate attack since everything on this ship, including the barrels of alcohol it was transporting and the crew's valuable belongings, were intact. Theories surrounding the mystery of the Mary Celeste also included the chances of a criminal conspiracy, alien abduction, and even an attack by a giant squid. The possibilities of a natural disaster was also on the list. Many suggested the role of an undersea earthquake behind the accident, while few proposed an accidental foray of the vessel into the Bermuda Triangle. However, as much as these speculations seem reasonable, they clearly don't fit. After all, why would a perfectly skilled crew on Good Weather Day, with their ship entirely uncompromised, abandon it and then never surface again? So where did these people go, Blackjack? The ship was fine. I really have no clue. Because when I was first reading through this, I was like, that's pirates. Pirates, sword. Yeah, pirates, sword, crew I mean, missing. Not, not, the, not the pirates we're thinking about. But, but as this article points out, um, they didn't take anything. No, it's just all there. Now, there is a missing lifeboat. And, you know, it's, it said here, how many people were on board of this thing? Uh, seven crew members and Captain Benjamin Briggs' wife and their two-year-old daughter. So, I mean, them people could have escaped on a lifeboat, but what are they escaping from? Because there's nothing wrong with the ship. Who knows? It doesn't make sense. So they just vanished. So another one is the Ellen Austin. It is an unnerving triangle mystery associated with the American White Oak schooner Ellen Austin, in 1881, the 210-foot-long 210, 210 Ellen Austin was going to New York from London when she stumbled upon a dialect near the Bermuda Triangle. Everything seemed fine with the unidentified schooner drifting just north of the sea, but the missing crew. Captain Baker of the Ellen Austin asked to observe uh, for two days to make sure it's not a trap. After two days with no response from the ship, the captain entered the abandoned vessel with his crew to find a well-packed shipment and no sign of the crew. To tow it back with Ellen Austin, the captain placed a prize crew on the ship set to sail together. However, after two days of sail on calm waters, a squall separated the paths of the two ships, following which the derelict vanished. Days after the storm, according to the stories, Captain Baker's lookout could spot the vessel through a spyglass, only to realize the vessel drifting far away aimlessly once again. Finally, after hours of effort, Alan Austin could catch up with the vessel. But strangely, no one was on board. However, another version of the story suggests a second attempt by Baker to bring her back to land, but ended with the same fate before Alan Austin before abandoning the cursed vessel. Other reports suggest that the derelict was once more spotted, but this time had a separate crew than the prize crew placed on it by Ellen Austin. 
The ship's disappearance, reappearance, and the prize's crew absence is an intriguing story. It is more like a secret of the Bermuda Triangle, one that has seemingly no chance of being unraveled anytime soon. So what in the world's going on there? You know, they barely lost sight of it, and they were on its trail the whole time, and then when they get there, the crew's just gone. Again, disappearance crew. New dimension. So you're thinking right now, Blackjack, that this is part of the gateways to other dimensions like we were talking about in the last episode. Maybe there's like have to be uh, something like a criteria that has to be met in order for this to happen. Because not everything that goes through. Well, no, ships go through daily. I mean, it's a huge shipping route. So, and, and that's the interesting thing is, you know, where are these crews disappearing to? And whenever they find these ships uh, intact uh, with all the cargo and the, and the crew missing, they call them ghost ships. Um, not to be confused with like haunted ship or, you know, this, this is haunted. It's They call them ghost ships because they're just floating around with, with no crew members on board. And, you know, like in the very first one that we talked about, the Mary Celeste, I was thinking pirates when I was first reading it, but why would they get rid of the whole crew and not take anything off the ship? It just doesn't make any sense whatsoever. So the next one we'll talk about is the USS Cyclops. The disappearance of the USS Cyclops, one of the Navy's biggest fuel ships, marks the largest loss of life in the history of the U.S. Navy in a single incident. In March of 1918, this massive, sh this massive ship set out to sail from Brazil to Baltimore through the Bermuda region carrying almost 11,000 tons of uh, manganese ore with about 309 crew members on board. Setting off on a fairly good day, the ship's first and only message indicated no sort of troubles. However, the ship was never heard from again. An entire search of the area was put in action, but nothing was ever found. No remains of the ship or any crew members aboard have ever been found. The captain of the USS Cyclops never sent a distress signal, and no one aboard responded to radio calls from other vessels in the vicinity. The naval investigation also failed to find a definitive cause for its disappearance, though there were a number of theories suggesting various reasons. Due to its mysterious disappearance, the Cyclops has become part of the list of more than 100 ships and planes to have vanished under strange circumstances in the Bermuda Triangle. So now we got an entire navy ship that's just gone a huge one you don't you don't lose those you would think that you know usually something happens in a in a ship that size is going to sink it takes a while like so think of the titanic uh you know after it hit an iceberg it took i think what was about three hours before it was fully uh sunk and distress calls were put out uh but in this situation they just never heard from them again they just disappeared did these guys just uh, decide uh, never to come back to civilization and they lived out the rest of their life on some island somewhere in, in you know, the Caribbeans? You know, it's it's crazy to think that there's probably one unlucky dude right now in an island. No one even knows where we're at. He's sitting there and chilling, trying to survive. So you're like Tom Hanks in it here with the, the castaway movie with Wilson. And there's 
you never know. I mean, that's the thing. Uh, people get lost at sea all the time, and sometimes they're found and sometimes they're not. I'd like uh, to quickly add to the Bermuda the Triangle. I remember um, a little bit ago I was watching Mr. Beast, and uh, he went into the Bermuda Triangle with this uh, whole like yacht little thing, and nothing like really strange to happen in the lost boat. But the funny thing is they lost two cameras. Like, really, really expensive cameras to buy stupid stuff. Like, they dropped it into the ocean. Well, that's just... Uh, that's just that's just being... It, 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 was, it was a funny video to watch, but... But I'm really not going to feel sorry for a guy, Blackjack, who has was, how much money? A lot. I think he could afford the cameras. But, but it was just funny to watch how, how stupid they lost, like, two cameras. One time, I don't even know how they misplaced one, and then they dropped one into the ocean. So, uh, moving on, we're going to talk about the Carol A. Deering. Carol A. Deering, a five-masted commercial schooner, is one of the most written-about maritime mysteries of the 20th century due to the complete mystery around its abandonment. On July 31st, 1921, Carol A. Deering was found hard aground on the treacherous rocks of the Hatteras Diamond Shoals of North Carolina. There were speculations that the vessel was involved in rum running. So they was running alcohol, was speculated. However, when the investigation team from Barbados reached the vessel, after days of effort in the rough sea, what they found was a deserted ship with all crew members missing, alone with the crew's personal belongings. Ships, navigational equipment, logbooks, and life rafts, among others. Often known as ghost ships, I was talking about that earlier. Often known as ghost ships of the Outer Banks, the disappearance of Carol A. Deering, along with the few other vessels during the same time period in the Bermuda Triangle area, have been valuable information on the mysterious waters. But nothing could bring anyone any closer to solving the mystery. Reports suggest that as many as nine vessels disappeared during this period from the same region none of which was ever heard from again i mean i don't i don't know how like how many planes and ships have been lost over a, a lot it, it's it you know it's it's a weird thing it really is i mean i these these ghost ships they they kind of and a, a plane that's went missing or a whole ship that's went missing uh we're we're assuming that they crashed somewhere and they sunk or something happened but when the whole crew just disappears, I think it's even creepier. If if it comes out one time that one, like, you know, what's a squad of ships called Armada? I don't even know, Blackjack. Let's say you have, like, five, six ships, like, all in formation, whatever, and you lose them. That That's that's where we draw the line and say, there's something going on here. It's dimensional. Now, this one, uh, the name alone is going to kind of catch your eye. Uh, it's called the Witchcraft. The Witchcraft. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who's naming this? So, who's gonna float around in the witchcraft to think that uh, that's gonna go well? Hey guys, I got an idea. We got the ship, right? It's called witchcraft. We're gonna what's what's, what's we're gonna go uh, out in the sea into the Bermuda Triangle on the witchcraft. On the witchcraft. Yeah, great idea, guys. Great idea. So, on December twenty second, nineteen sixty seven, a cabin cruiser named the Witchcraft left Miami with her captain Dan Burek and his friends Father Patrick Horgan. The two gentlemen's journey on a 23-foot luxury yacht 
was to enjoy the wonderful view of Miami's Christmas lights. However, after reaching just one mile from offshore, the Coast Guard received a call from the captain stating that his ship had hit something, but there was no substantial damage. Indicating help to be towed to the shore, the Coast Guard set off immediately, reaching witchcraft in as many as 19 minutes alone, but to nothing. The area indicated the ship's location was completely deserted, with no signs of any ship having been stranded or even present there previously. What's most intriguing about this story is that this particular cruiser was virtually unsinkable, not to mention numerous life-saving devices present aboard, including life jackets, lifeboats, flares, distress signal devices, and etc. None of them was used, and the ship was gone. The Coast Guard officials searched hundreds of square miles of the ocean over the next few days, but were unsuccessful. Nothing of this ship has been found until this day. The ship is gone, and what remains is only the speculation that can be done now. Either A, bad captains, B, bad ghost guard, or C, something paranormal. I'm going with C here, Blackjack. I really am. I think, I don't think aliens, um, you know, and it's kind of strange that I don't talk a lot about aliens on this paranormal podcast because uh, a lot of people who believe in the paranormal, such as myself, would disagree with a lot of things that I have to say about aliens. But I don't think aliens. Um, I'm with you. I, I think that there's some sort of gateway to something in that area. And kind of like, as you mentioned earlier, it's almost like, you know, the stars and the moon all have to align for such an event to happen. But uh, from time to time, it happens. And it, it's there's just too many weird things that happen in the Bermuda Triangle to just write it off. Because they're talking about electrical magnetic fields and their compasses going crazy. That's fine. Uh, but you're talking a lot of times about very experienced uh, captains and very experienced pilots and flying over open seas um you know they have things that they can use to navigate christopher columbus didn't didn't uh you know have all the modern technology that we have now and he made it you know what i mean so they we we know how to sail the seas we don't necessarily need the compass there's other tools they could use the funny thing is uh when christopher columbus Columbus was uh, doing his, you know, how writing how many miles he had to write two papers, uh, the one the actual mile uh, miles of Spain to the where he was uh, at in the Caribbean, and then he had the one where it was a little bit inaccurate, so the crew wouldn't get panicked because they were so far out, that because they it was something weird with the earth. There was a miscalculation. So he had to have two papers, one for the crew. So they didn't, uh, rebel against them. And then that, the actual, yeah. So, you know, like I just said, uh, you know, we've been sailing the seas for a, a very long time. long time and we've done it without modern technology. And if there is electromagnetic, Holes or whatever they want to call it that's causing instrument troubles um, These guys still know how to navigate. Yeah, so I you know I'm not buying that one and I never bought that one for for that reason 
I think there's something paranormal going on here, Blackjack, and I just think You'd, we will never know. You know what uh, this reminds me? I watched the movie, and it was uh, – I can't remember the title of the movie, but there was this uh, – it, it was, like, more a little bit modern, and there was, like – the military, the Navy was having a little run with, the, like, a couple of shit. It was, like, an aircraft carrier – and a couple of other ships, and they went out just for a little test run, and they went to the Bermuda Triangle, and there was they time traveled back into like World War Two, and I think I know what you're talking. I, I don't about. remember the name of the movie. And yeah, and it was right before uh, the Japanese attacked Pearl, uh, Pearl Harbor. Harbor, and so the captain's like, "Well, we're still Americans," so and they send out the shi- uh, the 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 aircrafts to go fight these 1940s. <laughs> Spitfires or whatever they're called, whatever the Japanese the had. Japanese zeros, yeah. yeah. So uh, it was like a modern battleship going to go take on this uh, World War Two era. They they'd have blown them out of the out of the it, water. It wouldn't even have been it would have even been a fair fight. It wouldn't have been a fair fight. And then um, like, something that before they were able to stop the attack, they they ended up uh, coming back to their time, if I remember right. I don't remember the name of the movie either. I I, I don't remember. So if you'd like to become a Brave the Basement ghoul, be sure to share this show on social media. Go to bravethebasement.weebly.com and sign up for our newsletter to get all the latest news and updates when each episode has been posted. If you have a ghost story you would like to share, you could reach us at bravethebasement at gmail.com. Your story can make it on the show and be featured on the website. You can also submit your story on Reddit under the subreddit Brave the Basement or in the YouTube comment section. If you have an eerie ghost photo you would like to share, please email us and include a description and your photo could be added to our photo gallery. And that brings us to the end. We hope that we brought you just a little fright. And remember when you were up late at night and you hear something in the other room that just doesn't seem right. It's okay if you need to turn on the light to protect yourself from things that go bump in the night. I'm your host, the Ghoul of the Rules. I'm your co-host, Black One Jack 2. And I hope you join us again. Until next time. <laughs>